Welcome to the Authority Marketing Playbook, the audio version. You'll hear segments of the Authority Marketing Playbook written by Michael Greenberg, founder and CEO of Call for Content. In this podcast, you'll learn what authority marketing is, why it's important, how to generate authority, and how to use that authority effectively. The full playbook, as well as all resources mentioned, can be found at callforcontent.com/amp. Influencer and Partnership Outreach Focus your promotion activities on partnerships. We've been doing this a long time and have learned that they give you the best bang for the buck. Create a list of all the places and people you'd like to reach. To determine the best options for partnership, explore your audience's media landscape and build a list of dozens of groups, organizations, and media outlets that will give you access to their ideal clients. Next, research popular podcasts and blogs for guest appearance opportunities, also building a list of key influencers while you're at it. We identify influencers in batches of 100, taking care to note which persona and pain points they target in our clients. If their focus is the same as ours, but our target audiences differ, we always focus on those influencers first. That way, they aren't direct competitors, so they'll be open to partnering. Finding the influencers. There are four different levels of influencer to look for. Celebrity, anyone with a huge following. Think, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, etc. A single shout-out from them can lead to hundreds of qualified leads for you. The downside is, though, that they're busy. The only chance you have to get in touch with them is by doing something creative and tailored to their interests. While this may be hard, it's by no means impossible. Influencer, professionals with a lot of followers, but not nearly as much as a celebrity. They're significantly easier to get in touch with, given that you get the email angle right. Micro-influencer, the sweet spot. They have enough of a following to make your outreach efforts count, but not famous enough for them to just outright ignore you. Newbie, someone who's just starting out. Good news, they'll be more than glad to share your content. Bad news, they don't have much of a following, so you're not going to see a lot of traffic or leads coming your way. Before you even begin gathering the influencer contacts, you'll need a place to keep track of your leads. The most basic thing you can use is Google Sheets, gathering information such as First name, you don't really need a last name since that's something you'll never include in an email. Email Social profiles, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, etc. If the prospect is being unresponsive on email, you could always ping them on social media. Podcast or blog name, for hey name. I'm a big fan of, podcast name. Blog post name, tying in the reason for contact. I've read your article on, blog post name and wrote something similar. Blog post link. Personalized message. Once you've got your sheet ready, it's time to start looking for leads. As we've already mentioned, you want to find influencers and micro-influencers, specifically, as celebrities and newbies are either impossible or pointless to reach. How to do email outreach, the right way. One man's blog post is another man's spam. And no one likes spam. Even if you have the best influencer list and the right angle, you're not guaranteed a response. Your email could, for example, just be overlooked. Or it might not click with the person to whom you're reaching out. If you started with content marketing outreaches completely on your own, you'd have to do a lot of experimentation to see what works and what doesn't. Fortunately, 
we've done the experimentation for you. Here are the best practices that work for us. Peaking their interest with the subject line. The subject line is the first thing the influencer gets to see. It's also something that determines whether it's read or ignored. Something like about your blog post is too generic and spammy. While it might still be read, it's something that can be overlooked, since it doesn't really say anything. With a subject line, you want to do one or all of the following. Add value. Challenge convention. Spark curiosity. Be personal. Adding value. Did the influencer miss something important in their blog post? Maybe there's an easier way of doing something, or a new methodology that simply works better. All of these benefit them. So, let's say you're writing an article on email tracking and how it's useful for landing new clients. You find an article that talks in depth on the topic, but missing something critical, like DocSend for tracking sent documents. Your subject line could be something like, Greater than re, email tracking article, how to use DocSend to track documents. Challenging convention. Do you have a controversial opinion? Maybe something that contradicts the influencer's own thoughts. At a glance, it might seem like a bad idea, who'd enjoy being emailed just to be told they're wrong, anyway. Well, in most cases, influencers discuss topics about which they're passionate. That is, it's in their best interest to be proven wrong, they'll come out of the experience smarter and more self-assured, regardless of whether you actually prove them wrong. For example, let's say the article is about how culture fit is more important than hard skills. You could spark their interest by starting off the email with a contradictory statement straight off. Something like, greater than how and why hard skills beat culture fit. Sparking curiosity. If you're writing an article that's relevant to the influencer's niche, which you are, or you wouldn't be emailing them in the first place, it shouldn't be hard to spark their curiosity. In this case, you can just go for whatever new information your article uncovers. For example, re recent changes to the Google algorithm. Being personal. This is where the personalized line on your Google Sheets comes in. If you tailor your email to the influencer's interests, you'll be significantly improving your success rate. For more guidance on how to write personalized emails, view our podcast guesting playbook. Follow-up. Even if you write the best email ever, it might just slip through the cracks. So it's always good to follow up, in case the influencer didn't get to see the email. Follow up just once, though. Any more than that and you'll risk ruining your reputation, if they don't read this email, they might read the next. That won't happen, however, if you bombard them with emails. Track everything. Use analytics to understand which content resonates best with a target audience, then you can focus targeted content on a few communities. This system is designed to make the process of finding and engaging digital communities easier and more replicable. Use group-specific links to content whenever possible, in order to increase data granularity and center in on the most valuable communities. Call for Content, Authority Marketing Agency Now that you're through this playbook, you have a good grasp on how to develop your authority-building content strategy. But, as you can tell, doing so takes a lot of time and work, and there's an overwhelming number of moving pieces. Creating good content, and doing so efficiently, isn't impossible. It just requires your expert brain and an authority-focused content marketing partner. 
We offer our customer research and authority content strategy services as a $1,500 month engagement. You'll get your authority roadmap, you've customer personas, and a weekly podcast. Everything you need to get going to build authority. To get started on your road to authority, schedule an office hours call with Michael where we'll develop your authority roadmap and see if podcast-based authority marketing is right for your market. Thanks for tuning in to the Authority Marketing Podcast. To download the full po.decast, as well as the resources mentioned, go to callforcontent.com slash amp.